So yeah, I, f- I found you on Instagram. Like I've been doing, I've been, I've been getting really lucky on Instagram lately, uh, trying to find different guests from different like walks of life and stuff. And I ran into your your work on um, the Explorer page, and I started going through your pictures and stuff. Man, you're an incredible artist, dude. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. So like, I'm glad to know. Yeah. Yeah. One is how did you how did you get started into like characters or what is it actually called? I'm, I'm probably saying the wrong name. I don't think there's a term. I just call them illustrations, you know? Uh, I don't know. I've been drawing my whole life. I think that's always been my thing. It's what I liked instead of sports or <laughs> anything specific. Uh, but yeah, with time, I kept practicing. I started doing commissions and that always helped, you know, because you get paid, but at the same time you practice. So, so how long have you been um, getting commissions from people? I mean, casually, since I was like 14, but I started doing it actually like consistently when the pandemic started. I got you. So did you get more business when the pandemic started, I'm assuming? Oh, I actually started because, you know, everyone was in lockdown. Uh, I needed to find a way to get some income. So I set up a Fiverr account. I don't know if you've heard of Fiverr. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that was like my kick, what kickstarted my career, you could say. Yeah. So I was looking through your, your pictures and stuff and your stories. And, um, I saw that on Fiverr, you're the top, one of the top three content creators for drawing. It was for a while. Uh, right now my Fiverr page is not longer active. Uh, I don't know what happened. I stopped receiving orders from there, but it's good because they would charge huge commissions. And it would take like two weeks to pay me. So it wasn't very good. It helped me gather a following, I guess. So they were taking a lot of your money that you were doing all the work for and taking their time paying you. That that sucks. Yes. Yeah, it was like 20% even for tips. Oh, wow. So they take your tips and 20%? I mean, part of your tip and the 20%? It's 20% of my actual payment. And if the client gave me a tip, it would take 20% off of that, too. Oh, what a racket, man. Two weeks to pay me. So, yeah, it wasn't exactly the best, but it helped me. You know, because people go to Fiverr looking for an illustration. They don't look for Juan and Urbana, you know? And they find me, and now they get the drawing. But now uh, I've managed to gather some followers, and now people look for me specifically. I, they don't need to go through Fiverr for that. They can contact me directly. So you're making 100% of your money now. Exactly. Yeah. And I charge up front too. So I don't have to wait the the two weeks. So when I, if I order a picture from you, how long, like from when you come up with it to, to my doorstep, do you think it will take? Well, it doesn't go to your doorstep. Uh, All my drawings are digital. So I send you the HTTP file and then you can do whatever you want with it. You have all uh, rights to it. You can print it on a t-shirt. You can sell it, you know, uh, basically, when I give my drawings, I give all the rights except uh, artistic rights, meaning that you cannot claim you did the drawing. I always retain the the ownership, I guess you could say. But you can do the rest. You can sell it. You can create an NFT, whatever. But everything is digital. And the process, uh, right now, the wait list is around 55 days. More or less. Holy cow. So I have like... I want to say 65 people in the wait list right now. I'm trying to do one, two a day. That's incredible, man. And you just started doing this, what, two years ago? Yeah. Because and because of the pandemic, obviously. I mean, that's amazing. 55 days, you got 65 people waiting. Is and it just you or do you have a team? No, it's currently just me. Oh, wow. I'm trying to see if I set up kind of like an assistant, but... You know, it's difficult because artists have a lot of uh, ways to make money nowadays. So finding someone who's going to receive less money than you to do less of the work, it's kind of difficult. Plus, you need to trust them, you know? Yeah. You need to uh, be a team. I don't know anyone like that currently, at least. I mean, people currently hire me because they like my style. They like the way I uh, my finish on the drawing. So if I were to just get a commission and give it to an assistant... The work is not the same. You know, one thing it's a project that you can do with a team of people. Other thing is something so personal as an artwork. So how did you like? How did you get connected with all these military people? 
Uh, it's funny. Uh, like I mentioned, I was doing Fiverr, and one day I got a commission from a Marine. Uh, he just asked me to do two drawings of him in uh, uniform. One was in Dragon Ball style, and the other one was in Seven Deadly Sins. Um, I did the drawing. He was very happy with it, and I uploaded it to my Instagram. Like four months later, I was out of commissions. Like I mentioned, Fiverr stopped uh, promoting my page, I guess. Mm-hmm. I wasn't popping up on people's front page anymore for whatever reason. It was like a rough two weeks where I got zero work. All of a sudden, I got this uh, message from Instagram from another Marine who saw my work, the, the work I uploaded. And keep in mind, this was back when I was I had like 300 followers. My, my pictures were getting 30 likes tops. I, I didn't have a, a good following. And he just contacted me. He asked me for another drawing. I did it. And I think he referred me to all of his friends because I started getting commissions immediately. And now I'm here. I started yeah. getting a ton of... Yeah, it was that's crazy. That's amazing, man. Like, you know, my buddy, he always says, like, you know, the internet is the best that's ever thing that's happened. And sometimes it's also the worst thing that's ever happened, right? Because if it wasn't for the internet that, you know, how would you be able to be found outside of your area? You know, like, exactly, yeah. unless you like blew up all this and then we're on Oprah magazine or something, you know, like it just, it's just amazing. And how these people reach out to you and they find you and, you know, you do the work for them, man. So it's been crazy. Yeah. And I don't know. Marines have been great clients. I've also done Air Force, uh, Army, and everything, right? And a lot of people think I'm part of the Marines. <laughs> they think I serve. I, I don't. I'm just an artist who happened to, you know. Well, that's going to be my next. Yeah, that's when I, I was going to ask you that. Are you like, were you in the service, any kind of branch or anything? But I guess not. No, man, I'm 22. I'm just an artist. <laughs> yeah, I got you. So do you do like any kind of like um, like graffiti work or anything like that? No, not really. I've tried uh, spray paint a couple of times, but no, it's not my thing. Everything is digital labeling and some alcohol-based markers when I do traditional work. That's awesome. Like, so when when somebody sends you, so like, the, hey, I want my, my, my body made into, say, like Game of Thrones style or something like that. They just choose whatever like they wanted their, themselves to look like they, it would look like in the show or something? Well, uh, usually before I start a project, I always request as many details as possible, you know, mm-hmm. because you can leave things up to my imagination. That doesn't mean you're going to like the end And that's a problem. Right. Because you're paying for it, right? So I usually request what pose do they want? What outfit do they want? What art style? Because that's very important. Something like the comic style that I've been doing lately. Others really like the Dragon Ball style, for example. It's a very popular one. So I always get all the details, what backgrounds do they want. Basically, I want the clear picture before I even give them a quote. I want to avoid all future problems because uh, in my fiber experience, I've run into many issues with clients who request a lot of changes when I'm done with the drawing. So I prefer playing it safe, getting all the details, making sure I have everything. And yeah. I mean, that's gotta be, that's gotta be time consuming from your part. Like was all, Hey, do you like it? No, I don't like the, like, you know, it's like, dude, like I asked you for all the details, you know? So exactly. Luckily, uh, since I started working on Instagram, I haven't had any issues. That's good. man. Like they asked me a couple of things like, Oh, can you fix the mustache? Can you uh, change my shirt color or something on Fiverr? I've had instances of people saying when I'm done, you know, I update them through the process. I send sketches, everything. They they give the thumbs up, and when I'm done, they say, "You know what? I don't like the post. Let's let's do something else." Like, man, I cannot do that. I already finished the artwork. This is what you paid for. So it's like and you sometimes, you, have, yeah. So good. Yeah, it's kind of like you did two commissions for them. No, yeah. Usually, when they ask me to start over, I just cancel the order. I prefer losing money or time, I guess, because you have to give them the money back. Isn't there then something? Being, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't know. When there's something on five, because I got not the a current logo done, but there was one my first logo that I created uh, done on Fiverr, and wasn't there like you could pay for different options with modifications? Like there's like a one that's just set in stone, and then there's one where you can change it up to X amount of times. It's probably up to the artist. Uh, usually, I didn't have a limit to my uh, my revisions. That's mm-hmm. what you call them. Uh, 
because I want to deliver the best artwork, you know, I want to make sure it's worth it because that also plays a really important part in my reviews. Yeah. Fiverr is all about the reviews. People continue, you know, they follow you with the reviews. So if I saw that I wasn't playing, uh, like I didn't get along with a client or something, I prefer to cancel the order. You know, it hurts your profile. It hurts how many clicks you get, mm-hmm. but you don't get a bad review. So I usually either do all the revisions necessary or just straight up cancel it when the client's too difficult to deal with. And I stepped away for a minute. So I don't know if y'all already answered this question or he asked you this question or not, but like when you do your drawings, is it a picture form or how does it start to finish? Cause I looked at yourself on Instagram, which is really amazing artwork, but like, how do you make it that detailed? Uh, well, it's a process. Uh, everything is digital. Mm-hmm. I usually start with the sketch. And you know, and you, if you see my drawings and you uh, swipe to the last image, I always include a video of the process. Oh, okay. It's a very, yeah, it's a quick video. So it summarizes many, like eight hours of work into 30 seconds. So it doesn't really do, do it justice. But yeah, it's a long process. Usually it depends on the art style, too, on the finish the client wants. Man, this is really cool. I'm looking at the video of the of the people you just did. I guess you posted yesterday or four days ago. Um, the marine and I guess the girlfriend or wife or whatever. Oh yeah, I think so. And like I'm watching the I, sketching that you're doing on this video. Like it's so cool, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's a nice tool. People, uh, the clients love that. When you send them the video of the process, they love. It. It's always a nice detail to send them. And when did you start doing digital art? How old were you? I was like 14 when I you know, started to try it. I would draw on my computer, but it wasn't until I was 17 when I got my first iPad. That's yeah. where I draw currently. It's my all I need, basically. And since I was 17, I started drawing digitally ever since. Like, I barely touch a paper. What program do you use? I call Procreate. Procreate? Yeah, it's amazing. It's only 10 bucks. And you don't have to pay continuously. It's just one one payment. It's amazing. I love it. And so, like, uh, when you're drawing something on there, like I saw your little sketch, that's all with just the mouse? No, no, it's uh, with an Apple, Apple Pencil. Oh, okay, like, okay, ah. okay. You know what? Yeah. I was thinking the same thing, man. I was like, how is he doing this with the mouse, man? Like, I you got know, you. I was like, everything is in the iPad. So the iPad, everything's done on the iPad, then you just transfer it to the Mac or something? Or how? I'm sorry if I'm ignorant for this. Like, I don't, I don't no, know. No, no, don't worry. Uh, there's a ton of artists who work on the computer. They use Photoshop, for example. That's a great software for drawing. They usually have their big tablets, you know, set up. They're, those are usually very expensive. So mm-hmm. uh, I just have my iPad. That's from start to finish, everything I use. It's my um, iPad and my Apple Pencil. That's it. Wow. At what age did you know you were like artistically inclined? I don't know. When I was a kid, usually when I would draw, I didn't I wasn't better than my classmates or anything, but I love the compliments, you know, when people say, Oh, you know, I like that. And with time I became the the artist of the class. Uh-huh. I would always even though my my work wasn't exactly great, I was just that guy. You know, everyone has that. <laughs> their label when you're in high school middle school i was the artist and when i moved to the united states it was like the the only thing that kept my mind off of you know leaving my family behind and everything so i started working even more that's where i started to see real progress when i was 16 until now and where are you originally from ecuador oh wow what brought you here work yeah with my whole family and everything I got you. Um, so we saw you have an NFT project, or do you work on a project with somebody, or is it your own personal project? It was my personal project along with my dad, yeah, because he's very into NFTs, so we started developing a project. Uh, we launched it. It was very good, but you know it hasn't brought any money since then. Right now we're trying to develop a new one. Is it on OpenSea or... As other ones, like Rarible, I think, is other uh, marketplace. Well, by the time we did the project, uh, OpenSea was only accepting what do you call it, Ethereum. Ethereum. Oh yeah, yeah, Ethereum. Yeah, 
Yeah. Which is really, yeah, Ethereum, which is really expensive. Like the fees yeah. are outrageous. So we did ours in the Solana network using Magic Eden. Oh, right okay. now, OpenSea is actually accepting uh, Solana. Yeah, isn't, I think I saw OpenSea has, uh, I think it's one that starts with a P or something, and you can upload it for free compared to when you do it with Ethereum or Wrap Ethereum. Um, What's the difference, Tony? I'm not sure what the difference with the. I think it's. I think it starts with a P because I know I uploaded the logo. I was going to upload a logo just to test it out on my account, and I used the Link Up Podcast. Um, it was like a Christmas logo or something this guy had made for me, and I uploaded. I was able to upload it for free, but when I was going to try to upload the original one using Ethereum, it was like 200 bucks. I'm like, I'm not going to yeah. upload something for 200 dollars, and I know it's probably not going to fucking sell. Like that makes <laughs> yeah, no fucking sense, man. It's not the uploading, it's basically converting it into an NFT. It's a gas fee. It's so, uh, it's very confusing. And I'm not going to pretend I understand everything. Yeah, but the whole but, thing, like with the gas fees, it's like we do credit card processing all the time. This is supposed to be a new, updated way of transferring money. And it's ridiculous how the fees are. Because, like, I have a couple of NFTs. And uh, some of them, like uh, the gas fee will be like, say, like a hundred bucks or, you know, this could be a, a thing that's either free or like $10. So you're going to pay way more in gas and you're going to pay for the actual artwork. Exactly. Which is why Ethereum is losing the strength that you once have because now we have Solana. Yeah. Solana, the gas are 50 cents. Oh, wow. Really? Is, so is Solana? Maybe or... less. That's impressive. It's a new yeah. network. Oh, so okay, it's like a new open sea. Uh, no, no, it's more it's a more coin, right? It's the different coin. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It's network. Yeah, it's the coin. Yeah. Well, I really think like when the NFTs and all this stuff is going to really, really explode is when you can just buy it with a credit card. Like I can just type. Well, my- you can on some stuff. Oh, you can you really? I yeah, didn't know that. I think it's like uh, there's one like Moon something you can use a credit card for that. Um, but I think it's really going to hit if. Coin, but not well. Coinbase has an NFT market, but I'm thinking more like Robinhood. If Robinhood jumps on board with that, like I know they're working on a wallet right now. If they have where people can just click and point, and because that's just like with stocks, you don't have to go through a broker. You can buy your NFT. I mean, um, your your uh, coins. Yeah, what are they called? Cryptocurrencies on there. So once they get to a marketplace of NFT NFTs, I think for the the average person. It'll be easier to do it because I know like some of the stuff I've like bought, like um, I have one I had to go through like Token Trove through um, Immutable X. So I had to go like take my Ethereum. Well, first I had to go to uh, Coinbase, buy some Ethereum, transfer it to my MetaMask wallet from my MetaMask wallet. Then I had to go to Immutable X. (laughs) Then from Immutable X, then I had to buy the thing and then it transferred to Token Trove. It's like that's just way too many steps for most people, dude. Like, and if and if you and if you don't know about it, like you know, like you got to show me how to use like my Open and stuff and Coinbase and stuff. You know, yeah. Like, if you don't understand it, like have any kind of grasp on it, you're not gonna mess with it, right? You're just gonna, oh, this is not probably not for me, kind of thing. But mm-hmm. I, th- I think what's good right now is they're having a cleansing because there were a lot of people that were fucking a lot of people over in the NFT space, especially like a lot of influencers and stuff. Like I heard about like there was this porn star that she was a part of some project and then she got like, yeah, she got like $1.5 million or whatever and then abandoned the project. And it's just like, why are you going to fuck up your fans? Like that's your reputation. Like people think of her now as like a scammer, you know, exactly. people gain a very bad reputation. uh, NFTs in general, the general public sees them as scams. I mean, it's like, for example, when I launched my collection, the next day there were copies on OpenSea. Mm. It was crazy. And they, they don't use Ethereum. They would use, uh, I forgot the name. I think it's the one you're referring to. Yeah. It's a very cheap one. And there were copies. Uh, it was inevitably, inevitable, basically. So, yeah, I think once it becomes more accessible, because you need to buy... First, Bitcoin. Bitcoin is like the, the thing you need to purchase all the other cryptos. And you have to, you know, it's a time-consuming process. Plus, you waste a lot of money in fees. What do you think about how people, like, airdrop stuff into people's wallets? Like the scam? Well, okay, so like on Coinbase, not Coinbase, I'm sorry, on um, 
on OpenSea, like sometimes you'll see like some like gutter punk in your wallet. And that's another thing that they're that's why a lot of people are so skeptical about this space because you know it's not centralized. So like people can click on that and then they'll steal everything in your in your exactly. wallet. That's happened to me. I, I didn't click on it. But yeah. Sometimes you for example I have a phantom wallet. That's when you link to your uh, magic even when you buy with Solana. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they, I just have a couple NFTs that say, "Oh, you want this price? Click here." You don't need to click there. People then take everything from you, your money, all your NFTs. You lose everything. So once you click the so link, it's... yeah, it's yeah, because like I, I I follow a couple of like uh, NFT discords. And there's people on there every single day. Like I clicked on the link. I lost my NFT. Can you help me get it back? And they're like, it's, uh, I can't do anything about it, man. So wait, so like if you have your Bluetooth on, you can airdrop me something. No, no, no. How does it work? man? I don't know how they get your address. Oh, okay. Yeah. They just sit and now they'll do it to a lot of famous people too. They'll airdrop stuff into their, uh, their portfolio. And so people will think that they're a part of that project or support that project and then they'll invest in it. And then sometimes it'll be a scam. It's just yeah, like, yeah. you know, there's always people that are looking for an edge to take advantage of people. And it's generally really smart people. You know, it's just like you're doing it for the wrong reason, though. Like, use that smartness no. for good. It's crazy. I think it was, I mean, obviously, I think. Yeah, scammer. It was like 2017, I think, it was like CryptoPunks first became. They were like the original NFT. And then like the boom really started happening, I guess, 2021. And that's when I really started hearing about NFTs. It was like 2020 or 2021. And then like that's when like fucking the prices were insane. I mean, bored apes are like the thing now. And uh, yeah. moon, there's a moon something, something moon something. I can't remember the name of the project. They're like 60 ETH. It's just like this is ridiculous. But now we're kind of seeing like, you know, it's kind of leveling out. To where it's like yeah. a, a fairly reasonable price some people can get in at for some of the projects. Did your project have like a access or utility? What do you mean? Like, was there like, a, other than the artwork, was there something that came along with it? No, and I think that's what uh, stopped our project from, you know, exploding. Because personally, I love the artwork. I'm very proud of it. Yeah. But I know NFTs are not just about the artwork. For example, mm-hmm. some of the best selling ones are. Ugly, yeah, ugly like crypto punks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're simple. They're so yeah. nasty. You know, really sell. And honestly, I don't know the trick. Sometimes they they have roadmaps. You know, uh, for example, if you hold the NFT for more than three months, you will receive something else, right? We didn't have a roadmap. Yeah, that's, I, that's, oh. that was a problem. But then I've heard too, though, like with the blockchain, that's something you can always do, though. Are you going to add it? Yeah, you can forever. So, like, say, uh, like, I have some V friends. I don't know if you know what V friends are or not, but I have some of those. And, uh, like, on his, it's Gary V's project. And, like, on, like, some of the stuff, like the V friends ones, it's access to the conference or access to him. And I think it ends in, like, 2024. So, like, the people that own it have up until 2024 of the current stuff. But after 2024, he can go back and say, hey, I'm going to add, you know, more access to me or something. So on the blockchain, you're able to do that. So that's what confuses me, too, about the blockchain. I need to look more into it. But like if somebody does steal your shit, like why can you not track the blockchain where like, it's at? Like come back. You know what I'm saying? Unless they take it off the they put it on like a hard wallet or something. I don't know. That's the thing. You can create a wallet immediately, a burner wallet. Like yeah. Something. And through many burner wallets, you lost track of where everything went. Mm. For example, when I get airdrop NFTs, like you mentioned, I usually have another wallet, specifically like a trash wallet. I don't, ha- I don't want to have any of those airdrops on my main wallet. Yeah. Right? Because I don't know what they can do. Maybe they could actually steal my stuff without interacting with it. So uh, I just have my second secondary wallet. You can create it in less than two seconds. So mm. I think that's the way they do it. What projects are you heavy on right now? Right now, I'm more focused on my work. It's my dad who's really into the NFTs. Oh, okay. He's the one that actually got me into it. When I was doing the project, I was the artwork. My dad was everything else. He set up everything else. You know, it was a two 
team, a two person team, basically. So I like wonder if like with your NFT project, like one of your utilities could be like you teach people how to do what you're doing or something. Like how many, how many, how many, uh, did you have listed? Like how many did you mint? Uh, 100. Okay. That's, uh, that's feasible then. It wasn't insane. Like 10,000 or something like that. Everything was hand drawn. I didn't do with, uh, algorithm. Yeah. That's cool, man. Oh, is that the, is that when they do the, oh, sorry. No, no, is that what you said when you say do it with the algorithm? Is that way you have like different parts of different ones? I said this. Yeah, they one has like certain much. characteristics, and then they'll like mash them up together. So what do they? So how do they? How do they get the algorithm to make it? That is, is like a code, and you say this is what they want all of them in all, and you just say push submit, and it just shoots out however many you need. I think so. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't know exactly the process, but it's kind of like that. Damn. Have any people? Have any NFT projects reached out to you? Yeah, before I actually knew what an NFT was, I got contacted by like two artists on Fiverr. Uh-huh. They wanted me to develop their NFT idea. And I actually started working with one. It was a pain in the ass. Ah, uh, really? <laughs> it wasn't enough payment for everything I did. Eventually, we just had to call it quits. And a, a few people just, before I even knew what NFTs were, they would send me the Lord Apes. Mm. And they would add, it was like screenshots, and they just asked me to make them HD, you know, to remake remake uh, them. I don't okay. know what. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't even know what it was. I just did it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people out there like copycat man. Like that's the that's the thing because like I have a buddy of mine. He uh, he got on there and he almost bought a, what he thought was a board ape, but obviously it wasn't a board ape because the price was not board ape prices. But like, there's a lot of people who get scammed. Like, cause I like even like the V friends. I saw that. Well, I'm sorry, not the V friends. It was the the book games, which is a part of another one I have. And they were on Token Trove is where you're supposed to get them because that's how you get access to like the raffles and stuff like that. Because once you take it off Token Trove, it doesn't have the same utility. So like, some people would have some book games on OpenSea, which were bullshit, and then people were just being scammed that way. I don't know. It's just like anything. I guess like when something's new, there's always going to be people that look take advantage. I mean, just like say like when the pandemic first happened or like when there's a tragedy that happened, there's people are going to call you and say, hey, they're with X organization and they're not really with that organization. There's just always people that are looking to get ahead. There's always them. Yeah. And they're always creative. And they always come up with new ways to take their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For example, for, and my dad, he's always... Uh, you join Discord when a project is about to launch. Sometimes you start receiving messages from who you think are mods of the Discord, but they're just random people. They give you a link, say, okay, here's the whitelist, for example. Yeah. If you click on it, everything is gone. Yeah, it's it's sad, man. I mean, and it's it's like they always think that you always think like old people are the ones that get scammed, but there's young people too. You know, like in this digital yeah. age, everybody's susceptible to getting taken advantage of if you're not careful yeah with nfts young people are the ones getting scammed mm. old people are usually with the cars extended warranty <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what do you mean i don't even have that car anymore no sir you still have it it's still in the register under your name you have to get the warranty i remember one time i got a call and it was like hey your computer uh has a virus i was like i don't own a computer and they're like oh bye <laughs> it's just like, it's so stupid man did you guys ever used to get like these on your computer, like these random pop ups that would pop up, like because you're downloading porn? No, 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 no. This is yeah. This is happened one hundred percent. This happened on my mom's computer. You're probably looking at porn. No, on no. This is like a couple of weeks ago, man. Like you're watching uh, porn at your mom's house. No, man. <laughs> and like it was this weird thing. So she just left it there, and she just turned the monitor off, you know. So when she like, when I went there, she's like. Uh, it was like some kind of like, oh, this computer is infected with like all this. Click this link yeah, to get a, it off there. It's just malware. It's like, how do they get ransomware. that? How do they get that on the computer? Is it from like? It's just built into the. It's in the uh, in the website. Like if they have a little pop up or, mm-hmm. uh, I guess like through cookies and stuff like that, they can get you. Because you know she watches Indian TV shows. Yeah, she watches Indian TV shows. So maybe it's they probably were like you need a uh, flash on your computer. And then mm-hmm. you can click on that, and it's not really Flash. 
And then you can be installed. Oh, on the yeah. That's where, like, uh, Malware Bytes is one of the best programs I've found, like, for getting rid of that stuff. And you can get stuff where it monitors it, like, 24-7 or what have you. But most of the time, it's just, it's not really as malicious. Like, there have been some where, like, they'll have a, they can have, like, a if you have a camera on your computer, it'll show you, and it'll be like, this is the FBI we're monitoring you. We need you to send X amount of money because it's ransomware. That's what they'll do. I mean, there are big, co- big corporations that have been taken for like millions of dollars through ransomware. So just imagine what they're doing to little people every single day. Yeah, I saw a company. I saw the I think it was a CIA or FBI, one of the organizations, uh, agencies. I mean, they uh, there was a call center uh, scamming people. So one, they called the call, uh, the FBI got a phone call from one of the scammers. You know, they had a bunch of burner phones. They were trying to, you know, get these people to bite. They called them. They answered and like, oh, okay, this is, you know, by the way, this is the FBI and we're about to shut down your entire network. We're about to shut it down. And the guy was like, you can't shut me down, blah, blah, blah. You know, the guy they was talking to, because I guess they knew that, that they were actually talking to the FBI or whatever. And um, they actually sent like a bunch of stuff to the through the some kind of codes and stuff, they knocked out their entire call center for like it was like they took it down for like two weeks. It was insane. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just like I said, there's always people out there looking to take advantage and And there's always corruption, you know. Yeah. In India, most of the call centers That's where the call center was, was in India. Yeah, Delphi, I think. Delhi? Delphi. Delhi? Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Delhi. Not good. Yeah, like no, it's in India. And the the cops are very corrupt there. Yeah, that's so what they like, say. Like, um, um, cybersecurity is like one of the biggest new booms for people to get into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so you know, like you know, all all these bot farms and stuff like that. Those are all over located in like oh those parts of the world. You know, like where you can buy your followers and all that stuff. They just have the manual thing going like this, and it's like thirty new uh, follows per like second on your Instagram stuff. You can buy the followers and stuff. I'm sure that's like how they're doing it, right? Yeah, I'm. I think uh, I watched that show. Uh, there was a show called uh, Super Pumped, and it was about the history of Uber, like how Uber got started. And there was a company somewhere, I think, like in China. It was, a, I think, it was China. I want to say, but they had a bunch of uh, phones set up in the back of a, a taxi, and the guy would just go through and push which one, so it looked like it was a bunch of rides, but it was not real rides. And that's just like they all are looking for an edge to like, you know, pump up their numbers. Well, I saw today that Uber and Lyft are out of ideas. So it's so they want to keep on making the same money. Right. So that's what remember how we were looking at the Uber the other day. It was like 50 bucks or something like that. Yeah. They were saying they raised their prices to keep the same uh, profit profit level or whatever. Well, I mean, there's we're in a. We're in basically a recession right now, so people are going to look to cut things. They're not going to get rides like they used to or order out to eat like they used to, you know, so you're going to decline. You know, it's just the mark of the beast, man. Yeah, it. it I don't I don't want to take Ubers and stuff like that. I mean, when you do Uber Eats or something like that, it's so expensive. Even though the restaurant's like two miles away, you just don't want to leave. So you end up paying like thirty dollars more for it. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you're paying for convenience, I guess. And many people do it. Yeah, a lot of people do it still. So what? Uh, what's your next project you're working on? Uh, it's still in development. I think we're going to do Giant, you know, because there's a lot of things you can do with Giant. You know, you can do skin color, skin texture, maybe uh, Cyclops. You know, there's a ton of things, a ton of assets you can create and now we're trying to do it with the algorithm uh-huh. so we're trying to create over 5,000 artworks something like that oh wow so, are you on like YouTube or TikTok I've tried TikTok I have like when I was promoting my NFT collection I did like three videos uh-huh. but I never really got any, any views so Instagram is more your bread and butter exactly yeah you don't do YouTube at all no, not really. Yeah. I don't well, how long? Like to show my face. 
how long does it take to upload a video when you when you uploaded that one podcast we uploaded? Remember? Oh man, it took a long time because I mean, it just depends on how big the video is and like the quality of it's gonna be. Um, yeah, it's it's sometimes it's not the juice isn't worth the squeeze. You know, it's kind of like what he was saying about like he's doing well on Instagram, so he might yeah. as well just stay on Instagram instead of you know focusing too much attention on TikTok. But I guess you could always just take your, you know, take the Instagram video and post it on TikTok. But I did see this other day. I don't know how true it is, but they said something about Instagram is going to start stopping people or like basically punishing people for using their Instagram vid or their TikTok videos on Instagram. Oh, like when you share it to take Instagram? Yeah, I think if you like made the video and I guess it has the watermark of Insta or TikTok mm-hmm. and you upload it to Instagram, like they're going to somehow like flag you or cause you not to want to post that, which I think is just ignorant, weird, man. man. Yeah, because that would kill Instagram reels. Basically, most of the reels are just TikTok. Yeah. TikTok's uploaded to Instagram. I don't know. Facebook and, you know, because Instagram is all the same. They're, it seems like they're just stuck in the past. They're not like wanting to. Because I know, like, even. Do you notice that sometimes your engagement is not what it was before? Uh, like, you don't get. Uh, like, your impressions uh, and stuff like that? Uh, on Facebook, yeah. Yeah, on cause, Instagram, I keep Yeah, because, like, they, my, we had a buddy on yesterday and he owns, like, a meal prep company. And he was saying that, like, his reach, like maybe like two years ago on on Instagram, if he boosted his post like for fifty bucks, be like fourteen thousand people. But he boosted a post recently for two hundred dollars, and I think it reached like three thousand people. And it's Ooh. like you know your whole business model is advertisement, so why are you not <laughs> helping people advertise their product? See, like when I when I thought when you guys when they when you boost the post, I thought it just sends it out to like you know it goes into like forty thousand people's feeds or whatever you it, buy. You can pay it. It does per day. So like when you boost a post, it'll say for fifty dollars you'll get three thousand people per day, and then you can put in the clicks like how, what age range you want, what demographic, you know, like what. Do you think the people that are looking for that particular, like say you're doing podcasts or he does art, uh, they're like, okay, I want these type of things. And then it'll try to search those kind of people. But it doesn't automatically mean it's going to be engagement. It just means they saw it. It doesn't mean it's going to convert it to like a like on your page or they're going to click on to your podcast or your artwork or follow your page. So I don't know. That's the only thing I think that's good about TikTok, though, is because the algorithm is so... Like every time I open up TikTok, it's some random person I don't even follow's video I'm seeing. And that's what's really cool. Yeah, with like tiny likes. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's, I know it's all a business, but it seems like they only are helping people that have like an insane like um, advertising budget, budget, or you're like a huge influencer. Hmm. And without without everybody on the platform, their platform is nothing. Yeah, because who are you going to who are you going to sell the who are you going to influence to buy the product if there's nobody on there? Yeah, you know, it's like, like they say if you go to a farm and you're like and you're an animal, obviously they don't speak, but like they're like, oh man, I'm getting all this free food and stuff like that. But then it's like a slaughterhouse like <laughs> right behind you. So that's basically us, you know. They're giving us this free content. But then they're selling our information or, you know, your information gets stolen. You know, there's always a backdoor to, you know, the free access that we're getting. And I also saw something before. They're like, how come? Because I know TikTok does it if you hit an X amount of numbers. But they were like saying, like, like I said before about there's no Facebook or Instagram without our content. So if you're a person that posts, why don't you get paid you know, it could be like $5 a month, you know, just something. And then that's an incentive for people to post more. You know what I'm like saying? Like some kind of kickback, like yeah. zero. And I mean, it doesn't have to be like hundreds of dollars, but I'm saying if you did see, start seeing a little bit of money, you're going to try to probably post more, more creative shit, more engaging shit, you know, to get more money. I don't know. Yeah. I just think yeah. obviously they've been making money without doing that, but I think they probably would have more people engaged 
like TikTok is. Because like I said, there's a lot of influencers on TikTok that are making pretty good money just off the app itself, not even outside selling stuff like on tic- or Instagram. Because a lot of influencers, if you see like the swipe up thing or like, you know, when I click my link in my bio, like, like that's how they're making money. Or they'll have like an ad, like an ad sponsorship. Oh. But if you're actually getting paid for posting, I think that a lot more people would be more inclined to post so, content. So when you post something on Instagram or Facebook, Meta owns it, right? Isn't like, there like, something There's like, probably something in the fine print that we don't read. Yeah. They, you know, Twitter was actually going to do that, that everything you upload on Twitter belongs to Twitter. Mm. And people were outraged, yeah. So artists are going to have to put watermarks all over their art, you know, before uploading to Twitter because they're going to basically own it. It's, it's very weird. Man. Yeah, I mean, it's like I understand that we're using their pipeline to upload our stuff but like i said i mean you go back to the you don't have a platform without people uploading their stuff you know it's like they say uh uh google's like the biggest advertiser um what is it uh tiktok instagram uh uber and lyft are the biggest cab companies but they don't own any stuff like they don't own the cars, you know, TikTok and Instagram don't actually own the artwork or the content like you post and stuff like that. So it's like you're they're nothing without the creators. And they make money out of it. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just it's just the. Uh, I guess they're we're getting we're getting entertained. So I guess that's where they look at it. But I don't know. I think you should probably. Pay the people. Care, care more about your consumer. I mean, people like to receive likes. <laughs> and followers. <laughs> yeah. So most people just do it for that. Plus, you get a, you know, more followers means more opportunities, I guess. Like yeah. in my case, every follower means a potential client, right? Mm. And it's all about, uh, about the algorithm. For example, I've been lucky enough to get all the followers without actually paying Instagram to promote my stuff. I haven't done it. Like everything I've received, uh, all of the followers is just because my artwork happened to get many likes, and they started popping up on your feed, like you mentioned. Yeah. yeah. So, do you get upset? I mean, I don't know how this works. I don't, you know, I'm not a creator like you. You know, I'm just I just post random dumb shit on myself. Do you get upset when um, a certain thing you post doesn't get like a certain amount of views or likes? Yeah, definitely. Usually, the stuff that gets the most likes are marine stuff because most of my followers happen to be marines or interested in that oh, okay. so when i do something that's not related to it even though it's probably my best artwork it doesn't get as much engagement or usually for example when it's something not related to a show or an anime or something like that it doesn't get as much attention but it's fine you know it doesn't kill me it can be annoying but it's not it's like one of those things like where you're like, oh, man, this is going to be the best post ever. It's going to get the most engagement. <laughs> yeah. And then it's nothing. And then something dumb you post is like 100 exactly, likes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is wrong with people, man? Sure, there's a ton of tricks, like at what hour to upload and everything. I don't know the trick. Well, like, I've sure even seen now like it there. They go more to save. If you save the video or share, that's what Instagram likes. Probably, yes. And... They're going more towards reels than actual posts. Yeah, they're trying to push that. Yeah, definitely. Do you think they'll they'll get rid of post and just make in, uh, reels uh, only? No, but I mean, no, like that's that's it. But it's, it's like they don't they don't tell you though. They oh. don't say they don't send out a message. Hey, this is what we're doing now. You know, it's just like if you're a creator and you're used to a certain way of everything working, and one day you get up and your stuff's not posting or getting engagement that you thought, it's like. Well, at least give me a warning and be like, hey, now we want you to make people save the post or share the post with other people. You know, they're, it's just like, I don't know. It's just very awkward. Because like it was what like a uh, uh, dude that lives said like about like how uh, Photoshop or Adobe will change something. And like sometimes it'll be like a completely different and like a button's gone or something like that when he does an update. And it's just like the same yeah. thing with Instagram. It's like, at least warn us, you know, yeah. like, hey, this is the new way that we're going to be pushing shit or whatever. Especially because you have a you have a business page, right? It's not just a regular personal page. 
I think so. Yeah, I think it's business. Yeah, so I mean, like that definitely should be bored. I don't know, man. Yeah, heads up would be nice, definitely. Um, I guess we don't want to take up too much of your time, man. Um, we generally ask people, what advice would you give for people, and what mark do you see yourself leaving on the world? Ooh, that's nice. Okay, advice for what exactly would you? Uh, Just anything. It can be somebody getting into art or personal or whatever. My advice for uh, improving your art, I guess you could say, is practicing. It's all about practice. You know, you always see better artists than yourself and think, I'll never be as good as them. But before you, you realize that the more you practice, you're going to reach a new level. And now your standards are going to be even higher, you know? Mm-hmm. So now you're not looking at this artist saying, oh my God, I'm, not, I'm never going to be as good as him or her. Now you are more even. Now you see closer to that goal. And now you set another goal even further away. So it's all about practice and patience. And if you're going to start commission, for example, patience again. I, when I set up my Fiverr account, it took like three months before I got my first client. All the messages I received were scams. They asked oh, for yeah. like, oh, uh, can you help me? I'll send you my number. You know, they tried to request money and all that. But once you get my, uh, when I, once I got my first client, basically kick started my Fiverr, and now I start receiving orders daily. So yeah, it's all about patience. Keep pushing. That's my advice. What was the second question? The uh, what mark do you see yourself leaving on the world? Uh, well, I'm still trying to figure it out, but. Personally, I love uh, humor, comedy. That's my thing. I love it. I love making people laugh. So my goal would be either creating a show that, you know, it's a comedy because, you know, I love South Park. Uh, all the new shows that are popping up. Mm-hmm. They're very uh, creator friendly. Like regular people made them. So yeah. there's always that possibility, uh, a comic. So as long as, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out, you know. I can definitely I see wanted. you. I can definitely see you creating something that's just going to take off, like either a comic or a, uh, a cartoon show or something, or you know. It'd be great because I don't want to do commissions for the rest of my life. You know, it's a lot of work. Like not only drawing, man, answering messages—it's probably the most tedious part because you, first of all, you have to answer, reply to a hundred messages daily. Mm. then uh, before replying you need to read the conversation again to understand the concept the context you're not going to remember every conversation right i didn't even think about so that so it takes yeah. a lot of time that's why sometimes it takes a lot of time to reply and i'm sorry about that oh no uh, i'm just glad you did man i appreciate it you know have you ever thought about just doing your cartoon or thing on the platforms you're already on like just do little snippets I, I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> if I had a story, maybe, but I'm still figuring out. Like, I don't have a, a story or a concept in mind. Yeah. For a while there, I was even planning on becoming a tattoo artist, you know? You oh, never really? Know. No, yeah. And the commissions showed up out of nowhere just because I decided to create my fiber, uh, my fiber page. I don't know where I would be right now if I didn't do that, you know? Mm. I remember so, seeing something one time and i've talked about this a lot but like this guy said uh who is the greatest person that never started you know because there's a lot of times that we don't start because of Mm -hmm. outside influences or internal us like thinking that we're not good enough or something like that so it's awesome that you actually did take pen to screen you know like and actually start uploading your stuff and you know, getting on Fiverr and then putting yourself yeah. on Instagram, you know. You gotta take the shot, definitely. Yeah. Imagine if I didn't receive the, the Marines commission back maybe uh, a year ago, let's say. What would happen if that Marine choose, chose another artist? Mm-hmm. My life would be very different right now. Yeah. So. I think that's the beauty of the internet, too. Like, we always hear about how, like, there's a lot of hate and negativity online. But there's good people out there doing stuff, and there's it, it, gives, it gives people opportunities to do stuff other than the regular nine-to-five nonsense that most people do. You know, like, it gives you, it affords you to do something that, instead of just going to, like, someplace you probably hate to go to every single day, you're getting to do something that you're passionate about. And you're mm-hmm. making other people happy 
with the artwork that you're creating for them. Exactly. Yes. I agree. 100%. Do you do any type of skull stuff? I'm sorry. What was that? Do you do any type of skull work? Skull work? Like skulls? Uh, uh, I could. (laughs) I always need references, you know, to make a drawing. So if I have enough references, I can draw a skull. And that's what you're asking. And how does somebody commission you? Because I think we're going to commission you for some work. Uh, through Instagram. Oh, okay. Catch me your idea, all the details, and I can give you a quote, and then we can get started. Okay. So how can people find you? Like, what's your handle on Instagram? At Juan Urbano. I'll put everything in the show notes. So, is, Do you have a website, too? Uh, currently, the only website I have is the NFT one. Do, want, do we put that in there too? It's on my Instagram, so no don't okay. worry. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it on the. I'll put in the notes too. <clears throat> okay, thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot for coming on, man. Um, and doing it, uh, doing it early. I forgot we had something to do at two, and uh, I appreciate it, man. No, I appreciate you, man. It was it was great. I didn't know what to expect, but. It was definitely great, man. All right, brother. Thank Thanks you, so man. much, man. Yeah, keep going, man. You're you're doing good, bro. You're young so and you're you're, yeah. gonna, you're thriving, man. When I, I was twenty, I like I'm gonna tell you right I mean, now. Do, I'm I'm kind of talking. Like, oh, this sorry, is like talking <laughs> over me. This is how a conversation works. I thought you were done. How do you think I'm done? And I'm talking. <laughs> but yeah, man, keep going, man. Like, I, I think it's awesome. Like, creative people are one of the best things because I went to go to the Van Gogh exhibit. I, I don't know if you've seen the. Uh, Van Gogh, like I forget what it's called. I just went to it what, yesterday, but just like seeing his artwork and and all the things that he did, and you know, like it just art and music are one of the things that inspire people so much. Like it can bring so many emotions out of people, and like I said, you can brighten somebody's day by what you're posting, and like like you're making those Marines happy and all these other people. So yeah, just keep it up, man. Keep doing a good Thank shit. You, man. I, no, I agree. Entertainment is one of the cores of our society. Yeah. We need entertainment. We need shows. We need music. Everything that takes our minds away from our day-to-day lives. Yeah. So, thank you, man. I'm so glad that you like my work. Oh, yeah, it's awesome, man. Yeah. I used to love art, and then I took art in high school, and the teacher ruined it for me. <laughs> like, it just, you know, there's like that whole thing where, like, sometimes adults kill kids' dreams. You know, there's oh, some yeah. parents and stuff like, and that seems awesome that your parents, like, your, your dad supports what you do. That's awesome, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, man, just keep going, just keep moving forward. And I look forward to seeing how far you go. And I know you're, you're, once you hit that idea of like the cartoon or comic book or whatever else you're going to do, I think it's going to be a hit. Cause like your work is impressive. So, um, I really appreciate it, man. Thank yeah. you very much. And like I said, we'll, uh, I'll have him hit you up with an idea. I'll come up with an idea of what I want and then see if we can commission it and then go from there too. For sure. Just let me know. And I'm sorry if I don't reply immediately. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, we that's, understand. A, we understand. that's a good problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all right, man. Enjoy your Sunday and yeah. enjoy the holiday. Thanks a lot, man. You too. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. Bro. All right. Yes, love you lots. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye.